Race to Walk Podcast, Episode 43. Welcome to the Raise to Walk Podcast, where we're walking out the life of faith. Romans 6, verse 4 reads, As Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, so we too might walk in newness of life. And this show is designed to help you do just that. Now here's your host, Carla Alvarez. It's been an eventful week. Barbara Bush, the wife of our 41st president, went home on April 17th and her funeral was held at St. Martin's Episcopal Church in Houston on April 21st. First families from the Clintons on attended to show their respect and demonstrate that a person is not defined solely by their political affiliation. Across the pond, two other momentous occasions occurred. Prince William and Kate welcomed their third child and second son, Prince Louis. In contrast to this joyous occasion, a battle was being waged over the life of another little one, Alfie Evans. Before we discuss baby Alfie, let's return to Barbara Bush. Millennials will not remember her time as First Lady, but she was known as gracious and welcoming, a friend of public education. She made literacy her cause while in the White House. After leaving the White House, she and Bush Sr. spent much of their time in Houston, and after she passed, many local residents share fond memories of interacting with her. She was friendly to everyone and loved kids. The part of her life that wasn't often discussed in the many years she was in the, the public eye was not her famous sons, but the daughter that they lost. When their daughter Robin was only three years old, not much older than Alfie Evans, she began feeling tired and not did not want to go out and play. Concerned, Barbara took her to the doctor and the diagnosis came back. It was a strange disease called leukemia, one that was not much known about and for which there was no cure. The doctors told the Bushes there's nothing that can be done, just take her home to die quietly. Today in England, there is a battle waging over a little one named Alfie Evans. Alfie's parents took him to the doctor 16 months ago after suffering seizures. The doctors have not been able to diagnose the cause. He had been in the care of Alder Hay Hospital during that time, and the issue is that the doctors have told the parents that there is nothing more that they can do for him. However, they refuse to allow the parents to take Alfie to any other provider. Alder Hay told the Evans the same thing doctors told the Bushes about their daughter Robin. There's nothing we can do. Make her comfortable and take her home to die. Like the Evans, Miss Barbara did not accept the doctor's decree. She was not just going to lay down and passively accept losing her daughter. If there was any way, any solution, she would find it. She took Robin to Memorial Sloan Kettering Cancer Center for experimental treatments, and for eight long months, she watched her daughter go through the treatments and hoped for a cure. Because that is what love does. It never gives up. It always believes. It always hopes. The stress and strain of those months turned Miss Barbara's hair prematurely white. This time, hope died. There was no cure for Robin on this side of heaven. It changed the bushes of a family, and it changed them individually. Friends of the family and Barbara herself have said that they believe this event was formational in shaping George W.'s personality. 
He has said that he can still remember the day when they came home without Robin. From that time on, he was there for his mom and always cutting up trying to make her laugh because she was so sad. Doctors have to face death every day. They have to operate in reality and probabilities. They know what is likely to happen, but they do not know what will happen. They can be, and often are, wrong. Today, leukemia is not a death sentence. It is a serious situation, but is not now certain death. Today, people with leukemia have strong hope because there were doctors and researchers and parents and patients who would not give up. They determined to keep looking until a cure was found and leukemia beat. Nothing changes without hope in action. Alfie's parents were told they could not hope. They were treated as ungrateful and a problem because they wanted to keep searching for answers. Who were they to challenge the mighty MDs? Alfie's story is the same as that of Charlie Gard's last year. It will not be the last and is likely that another is going on out of sight of the media lens right now. I do not understand why the government and the hospital had the right to determine Alfie's treatments and superseded the rights of his parents. Somehow, children have become to be seen as the property of the state in the UK rather than primacy given to the family. Let us hope that that confusion does not spread here. And this is a word to the weary. Love never gives up. Disease sucks. Cancer is cruel and sometimes our DNA betrays us. We live in a time with amazing medical advances. But ironically, those advances also highlight our limitation as humans to fix things. If you are in a situation where doctors have said there is no hope, but you have hope still, don't give up. Listen to that hope and remember that not only are doctors often wrong, but we have the great physician on our side. I want to give you two examples from lives of people that I know. The first is Katie Hayes. You may have seen her on a talk show or her story told in a magazine. In 2010, she gave birth to her daughter, Ariel. Four days later, she was admitted admitted to the hospital with a rare strain of invasive strep A that attacked every organ of her body. The doctors told her husband that she had less than a 5% chance of survival. There is a long saga on the blog her husband wrote during that time. In the months fighting the infection and trying to stabilize her, her husband was told time and again, there is nothing we can do, let her go. When no option was left other than quadruple amputations, many friends told him, let her go, she wouldn't want to live like this. But he kept fighting because love never gives up. According to the numbers in the research, she shouldn't have made it, but she is here today. With both arms and legs amputated, life is not the same and it is not easy. I think she would tell you that there are many days when she struggles, not just with the loss of her limbs, but day-to-day life itself. For anyone who resents support payments and believe that recipients live a life of indolent luxury, I think she would tell you that it isn't easy for the truly disabled to live on disability payments. It's not the same, it's not easy, but she's still here. Because of who she is as a person, her being here makes a difference in not only the lives of her family, but in others who have heard her story. The second person is Joseph Stanton. It was the first day of his vacation in the summer of 2010, just a few months after uh, Katie got sick, and it was before his junior year at Kingwood Park High School. He was skateboarding and simply fell and hit his head. 
and this caused massive traumatic brain injury. There are two reasons I tell you this story. The first is to highlight the persistence and endurance of his family. They do not give up. Their hope is that new research in brain injury will, su- will discover a way for Joseph's brain to heal and restore. Their plan is to keep him healthy until that happens. Just because there isn't a yes today doesn't mean there won't be one tomorrow. The second reason I mention him is because his family, and particularly his mother, has become a support and advocates for families of other patients with similar prognoses. Her advice is to never settle for one opinion. Get a second and a third and a fourth if necessary. When it begins, you are overwhelmed with not only the situation, but words and procedures. Her advice is to get a journal and write down everything the doctors and the nurses tell you. Document all the medication and procedures given. It doesn't matter if you don't understand it now. Write it down and then you read and study and eventually you will understand it. You will not only be an advocate based on love and hope, but one from a standpoint of knowledge and information. Just because you don't understand it all right now doesn't mean that you can't learn. Never give up. You hope and act until either there is nothing left to hope for or that hope is fulfilled. Today, I'm thankful for our country and our amazing medical community. Yes, the records and finances are a mess. We have serious issues. But right now, we still have the freedom of choice. We don't have to passively accept the dictates of a doctor or hospital administrator. It is not criminal for us to hope. Let's pray for our British brothers and sisters that they regain the right to persist and to believe. So thanks for joining me today. If you'd like to get more information about any of the situations or the people I mentioned, you can visit the article uh, for this episode at raisetowalk.org forward slash P43. And I have links to the news stories, also to Joseph Stanton's and Katie's site, and if you want to get more information. So let's end this time with a prayer. Father, thank you so much for your goodness and mercy to us. And we thank you for the Bush family and who they have been for our nation. And we pray your peace and your comfort over the family while they're remembering the life of Miss Barbara. And Lord, I also pray for the family of Alfie Evans. And I ask that you comfort them and that they have a peace and of assurance that he is in your hands and that you honor their effort in trying to find a solution and healing for for him. And Lord, I also ask that you give your wisdom and your insight, not only for our country and for our leaders, but also for those in the UK. We have come to a point where money is a determinant of whether or not a life is worth saving. I ask that you convict our hearts, that we see the preciousness of life in every single person. I ask all this in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Raised to Walk podcast. We'd love for you to continue to walk with us, so head over to raisedtowalk.org news to get free updates. Have a blessed day, and we'll see you next time.